Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Tez, I want to ask you a question real quick. Let's just keep it real straight shot with no chaser. I'm going to get a little bit rough. I'm here for those who really believe in the American process. All of us. Straight shot, no chaser. With your girl, Tesla Figaro, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I do want to take a couple of your calls um, from a few of you. Um, who may want to request and kind of chime in. I don't want to get too long-winded. Let me take a couple of calls just to kind of get your feedback. If you're interested, the Negro Black thoughts, thoughts on what you just heard. Um, Some of my thoughts that I heard was I felt it was a little bit um, not in the interest of our community. Um, If you look into the history of Palestine, they do have in World War II, 
they do have Nazi ties where they worked with the Nazis in order to um, create their own statehood or however that might be. Um, I don't really personally, I don't work with Nazi sympathizers or connections or anything of that nature. And I noticed that all these wars all have Nazi ties, which kind of puts us into a terrorist type of category if we were to cooperate and have a coalition with these type of um, ethnic groups. So I feel like it'll put us into more of a um, black identity extremist type of category. So I think it will be counterproductive to what we're trying to do over here in the United States. So that's kind of my position on that. So hearing what he's talking about, how would this be traded off and how would this be beneficial to the average rank and file black American? I appreciate you saying that. And that, you know, I, um, I, hey, like I said, um, you heard me say multiple times, you know, a lot of folks and I know in my circle and I'm not talking about advocates and people who are in this space. You know, I, I do know people have long lists of various things that they talk about. And I also know and in, in our in advocacy, some people have very short lists. Like there's a lot of people on Twitter that only talk about reparations and reparations alone. And I don't I don't have a problem with people that do that too, even though I say everybody's not just going to talk about reparations and don't make somebody else the enemy because they want to talk about mass incarceration. There is still a judicial system that we still have to live in that uh, getting a check is not going to solve. So I'm all about people, you know, being passionate about the things that they want to be passionate about and not shaming anybody. I don't like black people being shamed because they're not speaking up loud about the war. But I also don't like black people who shame other black people because they only, you know, they don't talk about reparations as often as they think that they should. I do uh, appreciate people who say reparations should be the cornerstone or the foundation or, you know, the starting point, you know, for everything else, like the tree and let the branches, you know, uh, you know, still be discussed. But I do know, and, I, and I'm only speaking of this because of Twitter, because most of the people on Twitter that follow me are, you know, reparations advocates. Um, the shaming, the talking, the, you know, you're not a reparationist and I'm a scholar and you ain't and all of that. You know, I could say you're not a scholar in areas that I know very well. So I just know politics as a whole is is a, a big thing. It's not just one particular piece. And you still got to have the healthcare system. You still got to have the judicial system. You still going to have to go to court. You still going to need a judge. You still going to have a police department. You know, you're still going to have the U.S. Department of Commerce. You're still going to have a Treasury Department. You know, you're still going to have a housing department. You know, so it's ridiculous to think that only one thing is going to solve every problem. So that would be my response to that. Just like all black Americans are not going to talk about this war. They're just simply not. People just don't have the bandwidth. They're concerned about inflation. They're concerned about if they got gas to go to the car. Tomorrow. Now, I, I would say that war does, you know, impact gas. We do know that gas prices are going up as we speak. But for most Americans, they're not interested, um, and I won't say most, but just a lot of black Americans are not interested in, you know, doing a history lesson on trying to learn what's going on in another country because we're still dealing with the history and the justice we need here in America. So I agree with you on that. Um, can I close off with one statement? It's the same energy with Israel as well. They both have done, um, when they come to American soil, they both oppress and cooperate against the American Negro or black American people interests. So therefore, I don't look at them as both of oppressed groups. I see them as two white supremacist ethnic enclaves or groups that are at dispute, no different from Ukraine and Russia. So that's just kind of my stance. They all say all those four parties that are at war right now, all of them say that they will sign off as white on their driver's license when they come to the United States. So they have no interest in aligning with the American black Negro. So that's just that's just the compass 
both sides of the coin, not just one. Mm-hmm. Well, I definitely appreciate your feedback, um, for sure. You know, for those who are listening, you're listening to the Straight Shot No Chaser podcast on the Black Effect Podcast Network on iHeartRadio. Uh, this will be uploaded. I think I'm going to do uh, the first part of Mark's interview, and then I want your feedback. Um, so please keep your feedback, you know, respectful, but be truthful in, you know, in what you're saying. And again, I don't, I'm not a foreign policy expert. I asked Mark to come in. I know, you know, that's the area that he has talked passionately about that we all saw in real time him, you know, basically be uh, publicly canceled, if you will, you know, uh, about his positions uh, on um, uh, on the Palestinian people. So I wanted his feedback for those who may be listening and say, oh, you didn't push back on this or push back on that. Well, because I'm not familiar. I only talk about the things that I know, you know, about for certain and the things that I have receipts on. And so this is just not an area that I'm just as familiar with as I would like to be, but I am learning. Um, but again, it's because I I just focus on domestic issues uh, as my primary focus. But thank you so much uh, for your call, and I'll take the next one. I guess it's Arsh Teagle. I don't know how to pronounce it, but I just added you as a speaker. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I'm oh, sorry. I think I, I touched the mic uh, on accident. Thank you, Tez, for um, having this platform. I'm very interested in um, organizing, so I will be joining your group on uh, Instagram. Thank you for bringing Mark on because I was very puzzled in watching uh, Sean King and and his views on uh, what's going on. And I really didn't know where to go. I know a lot of Israelis. I'm familiar with them. I'm not friends with them. Um, but I didn't know where to go. And Mark really broke it down. He gave us the facts. He wasn't emotional about it. So I thank you for that. And um, I agree with you. I look at what's outside my front door mass incarceration, all of this. And the the person that just spoke gave me another when he talked about Nazis and two factions of white supremacy um, fighting. So, you know, I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole, but I did want to know exactly what's going on. And you gave us a great perspective by bringing Mark Levon Hill on. So I thank you for that. I'm going to continue to listen and watch you. And when you're ready um, to do push the line, I'll be there. Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. Thank you so much. And, you know, again, I know my audience, you know, I, I know the people that kind of follow me on Twitter, you know, some rock with Mark, some don't, you know, I, I try to listen to various opinions. You know, we have to get to a place, well, not we, some of us do, some of us don't, but get to a place that you can listen to somebody that you may not rock with everything they say. And I know that this man has wrote books on this topic, um, that he is very familiar and more importantly, suffer the consequence behind his words. And and the reason why I'm pointing this out, anybody that followed me know I'm always talking about what are you willing to put on the line? You know, I, before Mike got on, I was going off on somebody who goes by the name Nunya, Nunya Business. You know, when we start talking about advocacy and unless, you know, and I get it, I, I know it's, it's, it's safer for people to, you know, I tease a lot about it, but the reality is I get it. It's safe for people to go, uh, you know, in behind, uh, fake, uh, you know, use nicknames as profiles and not have to put your first and last name because you don't want to suffer that consequence that Mark was talking about in the morning, you know, and lose your job or have, or, you know, I, I listen to people on this Twitter go crazy about being docs. Oh my God, they docs, they docs, they docs. I'm suing you docs, 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 docs. Well, wait a minute. Y'all talk all of this shit. You don't want nobody to know that you stand on business or is that just a phrase? I'm standing on business, standing on business. But when it's time to stand on your name, though, no. 
when you actually have to take the hit for what you say, when they actually do come to your house, when you're actually on an FBI list, when you actually lose your job, when you actually get put in the media, like they called me anti-immigrant in the New York Times and Politico and, 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 and Washington Post, and you don't have a chance to respond and, you're cre- and you lose your contracts and you have to start from zero. That's where I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to have respect for people who put skin in the game. It's not that I don't want to hear what other opinions have to say, but when opinions who are hiding, and I get it, I know why you're hiding, stay where it's, stay where it's safe, homie. If it's safer for you to do that, do that. But to be so critical of others who are literally willing to do what you're not willing to do, that's where I my point of contention happens on this Twitter space. And that's why you don't see me a lot over here. I do think it's a great platform. It's a great opportunity for people to talk and not be seen. When I ask people to come to my Instagram and join me in the video, they don't even want to show their face. They believe that the, what they have to say is so powerful that the people are going to come knocking at their door and drag them out their house. They believe they're that big of a threat that the people, oh man, they watching, they watching. It's an agent, it's an agent, it's an agent. I ain't never seen so many agents that think everybody an agent in my life. And I always ask, and I got a friend in here, I'm not going to say this person's name, but used to say all the time, oh, it's an agent, it's an agent, it's an agent. And I would ask, an agent about what, though? Just really <laughs> think about it. About what? You know, an agent. And I would say, but just it's, expand on it a minute, just a minute. Why are they following this particular person? Because this person used to talk a lot about, you know, particular people who they just knew that the that the white man was coming after. And I say, tell me why, though. What do you think? Re-? Well, you know, they want to break up our movement. So, for example, though, why, though? Well, they just want to break us up. But break us up what? What are you doing that they're trying to break up? Give me one thing that you're doing that they're trying to break up. Again, nothing wrong with advocating on Twitter. Nothing at all. I'm a big proponent of it. I run a communications firm. I believe in air advocacy. I'm in the media. I believe in it. But I really want you to ask yourself, guys, who sit up and have these conversations about who's an agent and who's an agent and who's an agent and this person. I, I really want y'all to think about this. Millions of dollars need, need to be spent to wire anything. Y'all ain't watched The Wire? So I just want to know, what is it that you're doing that is so powerful that the government's willing to spend millions of dollars to listen to your Twitter space? To do what? I mean, seriously. Because if you're not organizing bodies, I'm, I'm trying to show you to be the threat that you want to be. If you're not organizing bodies, see, the Proud Boys were a threat. You know why they were a threat? They were online talking, but they was about that walking, too. See, that's where the threat coming. That's when the feds started listening, when you when you that doing that walking. They're not afraid of you landing planes. If you want to be the threat that you think that you are, that you think the government is following you, I get it. I know it makes for good content and everybody, you, you know, because a human being, as a matter of fact, some of y'all need to go watch The Building of a Cult, by the way on Netflix, it lays it all out. People want to feel that they belong to something, you know, that they're a part of something that everybody either wants to be a part of or being taken down or we're all together and we're going to stand. And I rock with y'all hard. Y'all know that I do. But I really want you to be the threat that you say that you are. And if you are the threat that you say that you are, then that means somebody should be running for office or organizing somebody or helping somebody win or filing a lawsuit on behalf of the ancestors or filing something in the courts on the white folks. But that will require you to actually put your name on it. See, that's where your name comes into play. You can't just go by a hot dog with a side of mustard. You're going to have to put your name on something at some period of time if you want to be the threat that you say that you are. 
So it's a challenge to those who are listening. You want to be an organizer? Be one. But you're going to have to organize outside of Hot Dog 2592. And when you tell me, well, I don't want to do that because I'm going I'm to lose, lose my job. Oh, okay. Well, then me and you ain't the same because I don't lost mine. See, my, 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 my shit's so polarized that I can't go back into HR. I had a whole co- corporate uh, staffing firm with 300 employees for the Amway Arena. I did well in business, folks. I can't go back to that. Ain't nobody trying to hire my whistleblowing ass. Ain't nobody trying to give me no contract. I'm so polarized but behind working for all the folks that y'all don't like and working with all the folks that y'all don't like. I couldn't go back to the workplace if I want to. My best bet would be the Uber. So unless you're willing to Uber, like I did, by the way, in 2018, unless you're willing to Uber and give it all up to do what y'all do, say stand on business, then I'll be impressed. It's too many scholars in the room, and y'all know who y'all are. It's too many scholars in the room that got all the information, got all the answers, criticized me. Some of y'all, I see some of y'all who I got blocked, sitting here listening on the back end. At the end of the day, be the power that you say that you are. Show me that they really scared of you. Because I can tell you, people who are telling y'all that they having conversations about y'all, they're not. I promise you they're not. They're really, really not, y'all. They're not because you're not moving bodies. They were afraid of Malcolm X because he moved bodies. They were afraid of Martin Luther King because they moved bodies. You ain't moving nobody. Where are you moving people to? Cooking up to go to seminars and events, even mine. That ain't fear, y'all. It's only fear when we're able to say the 300 people that came to my training, guess how many out of that actually ran and won? Or were organizers and actually raised X amount. Y'all can talk about the, the Jews all you want to, but the number one pack in this country is APEC. A Jewish, go look it up. The number one pack. While y'all talking about packs don't matter and uh, politics don't matter, you clearly don't know how politics work. Because the, 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 the pack that is the most funded pack in, in this country is a Jewish pack. And they will sit your ass down. They put who they want in office and they take who they want out of office by money. They ain't sitting up here on talking about nothing nowhere. It's all action. That's what they fear. Go look it up, APAC. So that's what I want to see uh, more people do on Twitter. And, and y'all going to hear it from me like that every single time. Every single time you're going to hear it about how you need to be organizing and getting busy outside of this Twitter space. And if you're going to do Twitter space, then get a pack, a communications pack. It's called a 527. And this is where you can actually get paid to do what you're doing, to spread national awareness. And you should be paid to do it, by the way. For those of y'all that don't think you should be paid, you, you ain't, those of y'all sitting around talking about how somebody should be doing something for free, that ain't the move. That ain't especially since y'all so big on reparations. I thought y'all was about. I thought y'all was about to check. You could be create. You could be your own boss, like I am. Be your own boss. Raise your own money. Put your own money into it. Pay your own staff. You don't have to grift and pretend like you get money from something else and really put it in your pocket. You can just do it the right way and just get a political action committee and write yourself a, a salary, not a not a ridiculous salary like some of these salaries I done heard. Trust me, I be listening to y'all stuff y'all got going on. I just don't be saying nothing, but I be in the mix. The I be all in the housewives of hotel. That's what I call the uh the real housewives of hotel on Twitter. I be listening to all y'all shit y'all got going on. 
So I don't know nothing about these 2.5 million salaries y'all was talking about <laughs> last couple of weeks. But uh, it should be, you You are supposed to get a salary to organize, by the way. And then that way you can really talk your shit and you don't have to go by Hot Dog 829. You can really talk your shit and really become a real threat and just have a salary. But, you know, whatever required, that means you would actually have to do the work. And see, that's why people, they don't want to do the work because then they got to be accountable because then people going to start looking up them tax files, them receipts and start saying, well, what are you doing with the money that you're raising? So that's why people usually shy away from that because it will require you doing the work. So I'm just going to remind you guys like that every time toward a family. And it don't matter. Y'all can make a thousand disc records, say, I don't know what I'm talking about and say whatever you want to. Or you can just believe that I won the U.S. Department of Commerce, the United States Department of Commerce Minority Entrepreneur of the Year Award last week. You can either believe that receipt or you can go with whatever they're telling you on YouTube. It's up to you. Thank you for um for your feedback. I got some other calls. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you. Oh, by the way, I also won Orlando Business Journal 2010 and 2012. So I stay winning business awards. But hey, you know, what do I know? They're just measly awards. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow Black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of six million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. 
Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. We'll take the next uh, caller, Truck Turner. Um, How's it going? I just wanted to call and tap in um, just to... Validate, not that it needed validation, but just to validate something that I, I heard you say about five minutes ago about how some people rock with a mark and some people don't. I really don't um, care for the brother that much. I mean, I love him because he's a brother, but I really don't care for his views all that much. But um, I decided to tap in and see what we're talking about just because he's on your platform. And I have to admit that when it comes to that Israel situation, that brother is really knowledgeable and when he spoke, he spoke as if he was confident, like he knew he was talking about. So, um, I'm a big, I'm a big fan, and I'm trying to get better at it. Um, it doesn't matter whether or not I like the person. What matters is whether or not I can get any game and pick any things up from it. And, and I just want to, and I just, and I just want to put that out there for the folks listening. Um, yeah, you, you you can learn it from anywhere. You you ain't you ain't gotta like that recipe, but if it's working, it, it's worth listening to and maybe giving it a try. That's all. Thank you, mm-hmm. sister, for doing what you want to do. Um, if you don't have any questions for me, I'll fall back into you and control this. I appreciate that, sweetheart. And you know that that see that's called maturity. You know, everybody don't have to, you don't have to like just like what I was telling personally. You ain't got to like Attorney Crump. I'd go back and forth with him all the time. Like you, everybody don't have to like the way everybody rocks. It's a lot of people that rock with me. I can guarantee you everybody that rock with me is somebody that I rock with that don't like them. So this don't like and all of it. I understand real gangbang. And I grew up in a Pyro 456 neighborhood and all my cousins was Crips. So all of this old fake gangbanging that they be doing, I understand gangbanging to the fullest. So this gangbanging, I know gangbangers that get along better than y'all do on Twitter. Let me say it one time. I know gangbangers that get along better than y'all do on Twitter. So at the end of the day, everybody got something to offer the game. You don't have to like what they hear, but at least listen to the knowledge. I don't agree with everything uh, Mark say. For what? Why would I agree with everything you say? We got you heard me tell him flat out. Hey, I he he feels solidarity. I say transactional. I say one for one. 
Y'all want us to talk about y'all issues? Send us one over here on, our, on your team. I need to know their name, when they're going to be talking about it, all of that. <laughs> and he said he disagreed, you know, and again, it's okay. That's what grown folks do. That's what grown folks do. You know, just say, okay, what they say, take the meat, spit out the bones. But when people are just closed-minded right at the gate, I don't know about Palestinian, uh, uh, you know, geopolitics in that way. I know that he does. So I asked him, would he, you know, would he tap in to kind of explain it? I, I can't push back on anything because I don't know enough about it. And I think it's important. It's also important to know what you know and know what you don't. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. People say, oh, you think you know everything. No, I don't. It's a lot I don't talk about. I don't post about a lot of shit. Because if I don't know what I'm talking about and if I don't have the receipts to back it up, then I just shut up. Unlike some of these other people that got to keep posting nonstop because them YouTube uh, revenue is down 90 percent, by the way, just in case y'all just in case y'all want to know why some people post constantly across the everything, no matter what they got something to say. It's because their YouTube revenue went down. See, during Corona, YouTube paid a whole lot of people and then YouTube switched up the game and now it's down 90 percent. So people that got to post about everything from chicken wings to dating to black movement to uh, who wearing baby hair to uh, who's average at best and who's this, who's that, you know, just all over the place. That That's called grifting, as y'all call it. Sometimes it's just good conversation, but I, I'm not just for a point of clarity when I'm sitting on here like this. Uh, I do have a podcast, but just so y'all know, I'm not paid based on clicks. I have a contract with iHeart. It's really important that you know that because a lot of y'all like to say, you just saying it because you need content. I don't need content, baby. I can sit on here and just talk about nothing for 30 minutes every week. I don't have to take these calls. I don't have to come up with these comments. I don't have to bring, and I'm not saying that as a way to, you know, like, that I deserve some honor or praise for that. I just want you to know the difference because I know there was conversation about that last year. That's why I cut off from a lot of y'all because there's too much foolishness. She doing it for content. Who doing it for content? I don't even post nothing hardly on my YouTube. I'm not on YouTube, baby. This is our heart radio. I just talk like this. This is our heart radio, the largest audio platform in the world, sirs and ma'ams and ma'ams and sirs. This is a year long contract paid in advance, by the way. That's how the contract game works, paid in advance. So whether you listen Thursday or not, the check cleared last year. So I don't have to sit up and come up with no damn, no damn content. So let's make sure we put that on out there for those in the back. Any other questions? I'll take the next caller. Then they're going to say, look at it. She always talking about getting paid. Well, shit, I thought y'all talking about getting paid. Reparations? Y'all reparations don't like checks? Y'all anti-checks? Y'all say cut the check, cut check, cut check. So where the contract check at? When y'all getting the contract check? Where them checks at? Cut that check. Hashtag contracts. I like contracts. I like being paid to run my mouth. I don't know about you, but I like being paid to land my planes. <laughs> <laughs> could teach you how to do it if you wasn't so busy over there uh, trying to figure out how to work against me. I'd teach your ass how to do it. Good evening, uh, Eldrick. Going once. Going twice. Mm -hmm. I can hear you. Uh, I stay in Houston. And uh, Mm -hmm. I'm very passionate about uh, social justice. I'm a Christian and I was trying to through, do it through churches and that's become very, I've become very disgusted with it, with uh, the things that we have access to, but we don't use it, you know, toward black people. So 
Um, if you can lace me up on some organizations in Houston, I definitely appreciate that. And my bad if you've already went over this information. And I'll land my plane. Yeah. No problem, honey. Land the plane. Let me pick the plane back up and tell you one other organization. It's called www.urit.com. It's you. You the organization. It's you, baby. It ain't nobody but you. You got to do it. Matter of fact, in my training, the first, and there's some people in here that went to the training, the first um, uh, little breakout uh, session that we had says, it's about we, but it starts with me. It starts with you. You are the organization. You're not going to find it in the church. Sad to say. But I know exactly why you were disgusted. Uh, matter of fact, it took me out of the church for a minute when I worked on the Bernie Sanders campaign and we had to go all over the country and deal with them pastors. I, I got really, really disgusted. And it, it took me a minute to kind of get back into the church. You know, I never lost my faith, never lost my relationship with God. But once I saw what was going on on the other side, I know exactly where you are, brother. And it ain't going to be no organization. It's you. You're the organization. It really is you. It starts with you going to whatever it is that you're passionate about. If it's a school board meeting, if it's a city council meeting, that's what I did. I've never had no organization. I had a staffing firm that it was a for-profit staffing firm, but everything that I did outside of that was just me. I just didn't do it just on the radio. That's all I keep trying to tell y'all with Twitter. It can't just be that. It also got to be outside of that, advocacy outside of that, building relationships outside of that. You can't shit on everybody in the game and think you're going to bully your way through getting shit done. It's building relationships. It's knowing how to get, a lot of people get in the door. They don't know how to stay in the door. They get in the room. They can't stay in the room because they don't know how to build no relationships. They don't know how to maintain, you know, anything. They just think yelling and hollering and screaming. That shit don't work. That 10 minutes of viral fame you think you're getting that you're striving for, that shit don't work. How many people do you know have been viral in the last year, the last two years, that you ain't heard nothing since? Very few. The percentage of being viral that you think you're supposed to yell and holler and scream and all of a sudden you're going to blow up. That's a bit. We look at Gary Chambers, who did the yelling and hollering and screaming in, at his uh, board meeting. Gary been doing that for years. That's like winning the lotto. He's been doing that for years. Gary ran for office and everything before he did that. You know how long I've been in this game? In radio and television? My mother worked at a, ra at a television station. So I've been on TV since the fourth grade. But I've had my own show since the year 2000. I'm 24 years in the game. This ain't no overnight. This ain't overnight. This is grind, consistent. And guess what? Guess what, Nikki the God? Guess what? You go back, guess what, Danny? You go back and listen to my content 10 years ago. I'm talking about the same thing. My content ain't never switched up. That's why I talk the shit to y'all the way I do. It ain't never switched up. We, you ain't got to go back and piece my shit together. Oh, well, one minute she's talking about this, she's talking about that. No, it's always been this. Always, 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 always black agenda. Always black people first. Always, always, always. I wasn't talking about dating and then talking about this and then talking about cooking and then talking about a cooking show. And then over here, I'm talking about how to sell cars. And then over here, I'm talking about this. No, my shit always been about this. And I could have been plenty, plenty other things to talk about. Because in case you ain't looked at the profile picture, there was plenty of things I could have talked about back in my day because I was fine as hell. Put a 100 if you agree. I'm just saying, I just want to know if somebody agree. There's plenty of shit I could have been talking about. So let so I was never at a loss for content. This is just what I was called to do. Let's let, be clear about it. I appreciate y'all giving the 100s because I am. 
you know, a little bit of, you know, a little baddie, if I say so myself. But <laughs> I'm just playing, y'all. But real talk, though, it's a lot I could have been talking. This talk game cold. A lot of stuff I could talk about. I've been talking about this. This ain't nothing. New. That's why I like running the receipts on y'all ass. So y'all talking about you ain't just, you ain't been talking. About, who ain't been talking about it? Let's run the receipts and not just talking about it, being about it, signing the front of the checks, putting people to work, and then challenging those very same people who were shitting on my employees. You ain't got to believe me. All you got to do is go look it up. Put a sister bench test and figure. Go look it up. You can see it. Oh, we believe you, sis. Don't believe me. Look it up. That's your problem. Y'all believe everybody to say something on this microphone. Look the shit up. And tell me which one of y'all had a multi-million dollar contract with the city of Orlando and told the mayor to go to hell. Because unless you're taking care of my employees, we ain't moving. So I'm not saying that to brag. I'm telling you how to do it. I'm telling you why I'm passionate away because I know you can do it. You ain't got to wait on no organization, brother. You the organization. It's you. I did it by myself. Nobody put me in this game. I've had help along the way, but I want to be clear. My mama, my daddy, nobody was in politics. Nobody. Nobody gave me a hand up. I left home at 18 years old with the shirt on my back going to Dallas, Texas. Nobody put me in politics, and I mean nobody. Most of the commentators, my colleagues, when I say commentators, I'm talking about paid contributors, black contributors on cable news network. There's probably only 30 of us that have been paid contributors. What I mean by that is, guys, when you watch CNN, Fox, MSNBC, BNC at the time, Revolt, Black News, an actual paid contributor, and they say joining us is NBC, MSNBC contributor, Tesla Figaro. Joining us is BNC contributor, Tesla Figaro. Many of y'all get on the news. I'm talking about contributors. Paid every time you open up your mouth. There's probably only 30 of us. Mark was one, obviously, and y'all know that he had to suffer a big uh, price with that, was speaking up for the Palestinian people. There's only been about 30 or 40 of us that have actually been paid and most of my colleagues have met people through people they went to college with, sororities, fraternities. Their parents were in politics. They grew up in this struggle. Not me. I'm the hood whisperer for real. I came out this after mud. I'm not saying they didn't work hard. I'm just telling you, I am somebody that literally did this, figured it out by myself. In Orlando, Florida is where I really got my political chops. chops. I didn't know nobody. I was going through divorce. I had an infant on my back. An infant on my hip, great ex-husband, by the way. He never left me stranded. But, you know, I always want to pay homage to the black man for that. But I literally had to figure this out on unemployment for $250 a week. I took people that I, I motivated them to say, hey, if I can go work for the first and third largest staffing firm in the world, surely I can get them to work for me for a contract. I had them work for 40,000 hours for free for that year. And I said, I'm going to have you paid in less than three years. All the politicians said, if you can make them work for free, why don't they let them do it for free? Volunteers, yeah, you can run a big volunteer organization. No, we're going to pay them. And 10 people started at 10-10-2010 at the Amway Center, and I paid them people every week, and a check never bounced. And I didn't get a grant because I'm a for-profit organization. I didn't even get a loan. I did what they call factoring. That's called robbing Peter to pay Paul. They pay you based on your invoices. So I can tell you the story on how to really do this literally. And while I was doing that, sir, while I had an infant and was putting 150 people to work every 24 hours, 300 employees total, but 150 worked every 24 hours, I also was sitting on the board of the Legal Women Voters. I also was sitting on the board of Metro Plan for free. I was sitting on the board of Legal Women Voters for free as the only black person on it. That's how I learned my organizing skills. And white women know what the hell they're talking about. Go look at Florida. Legal Women Voters, one of the most powerful packs in the country. 
I learned everything inside and out. I also went and volunteered to start the ambassador program at the African-American Chamber of Commerce. I wasn't waiting on no organization. I went to Dr. Spoonie and said, Dr. Spoonie, we need a program to get more black people in business. He said, well, we don't have one. I said, well, I'll just start one. Then I went over there to the white folks at the Central Florida Young Professionals with Jacob Stewart, most powerful man in Central Florida. And I sat on his board, too, for free. And then I still did my talk show for free. I did talk radio every day at WOKB for free, never earned a dime. And then I took my ass and became a mediator and worked on cases on the civil, the circuit, and the appellate, never took a dime, 2,000 cases of my own. That's why I talk the shit I talk, y'all, because I can back it up with the receipts. I put in the work. So any excuse you got about I don't know nobody and don't nobody know me and I sent a DM and I did this and did that, don't work with me, baby, because I know how to hustle. I can't do it because I got a kid, so what? So did I. I can't do it because I didn't have no family, neither did I. I'm I'm pull yourself up by the bootstraps, queen, with no boots and no straps, and still pull them up, and still gonna fight for the least of these. That's why a Republican can't pop that shit off of me. Next caller. And then we'll wrap it up. I got to get my news, y'all. I think I got one more. Shout out to Danny in the building. Just speaking of relationships, I know y'all heard me mention this before. Danny and I met on the campaign trail in 2015. This is what I try to tell y'all about relationships, where y'all be sitting up shitting on each other all day. You better learn how to do some relationships if you ever want to do business. Danny and I met in 2015. Nobody knew who the hell Bernie Sanders was. We had to tell our family, hey, uh, we're going to work for the man with the gray hair. Nobody knew who he was. We all got dropped off. It was like college. We got dropped off sharing the Airbnb together. Met him the first time. Walked in, instantly became like a little brother to me. I ain't been able to get rid of him since. When you're building relationships in this space, that's how it's supposed to go. You should be able to call on people, you know, from years ago. They respect you, respect your work. I respect Danny because he's seen me work. I respect him because he see me where we don't always agree. I be on Danny all the time about stuff. But the respect level comes from the receipts. You're going to have to get the receipts. There ain't nobody, you're not going to get any respect. You might get respect among, you know, people who listen because you got a good talk game. But I'm just telling you, the rooms that you want to get in, the, the people that you want to respect you, even the people that, that don't like you, that may not rock with everything you do. When you're able to pick up the phone, hey, Come over here. I want you to come. This, this, this. It's called respect. That's how I work on the street and how I work in politics. It's very similar. There has to be a level of respect. And you don't get respect by just thinking you can bully your way or talk your way into things. People want to see the receipts and the work that you put in. And even people who are against me and don't like me, I still respect their work. That's just game one-on-one. I know bloods and crips do not. I know crips that go to blood funerals. And vice versa, because they respect the G that they were. So that's the school that I, the train of thought I come from. Y'all ain't got to like me. Y'all don't have to like Mark. You don't have to like none of the people that I rock with. I, a lot of people, Tariq Nasheed, I, many of y'all follow Tariq. A lot of people that I that I like don't like Tariq. Tariq got respect for me. And from my understanding, he said he had a lot of respect for me the other day on his live. It's people here, right here in this live that don't rock with him. And I rock with them. So that's that's what? Respect. At the end of the day, it's all about respect. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. 
State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Yes, sir. Good evening. Hey, yo, Miss Figaro, race man here. Thank you so much for the contribution, for the space, for sewing and all of us. I just have a quick question. Um, sure. How how does one engage? And I'm I'm sure you probably answered this, said it, put it out there a million times. This is my first time tapping in. How does one secure some time with you to uh, you know the, a paid slot, you know whatever um, to 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 talk through some work that's been done. And then, and, and then just get your perspective on how to build on top of that. 
Mm-hmm. Great question. I want to make sure because, you know, I don't want them because, you know, this is the footage. You know, they like to go make YouTube channels. Yes. <laughs> I ask somebody how, how sure. I'm taking money. So I want to make sure everybody hear this real good. And uh, Nikki, I know you keep up with receipts on Twitter, so make sure you're listening in close in case I ever need to uh, bump you back up, you know, for a receipt. I run a for-profit organization and I absolutely charge people for my time. I absolutely do. But those are clients that, are, you know, have organizations or candidates or, you know, different types of clients. They're not clients that I typically get on the consumer side of things. Side of things. And I'm saying that because what they're not supposed to do is do no two year YouTube uh, about how somebody gave me one hundred and fifty dollars. They like they like to do that in this space because some people in this space, that's how they make their money. And so I, I like to make it clear that I don't make money off the consumer side of business. I don't I don't have to. Um, what I do on the consumer side of things is I offer the training, the push the line training that many people here in this same group came to last year. And really that training, like they pay the white folks that go to the Yale at law school training that I went to, the Emily's list, the roof list, the Congressional Black Caucus. I went to that training as well. Where on, you can only go for, if a congressperson sends you to it. What I did, race man, is took all of the training that I've been to, all of the knowledge, all of the races, all of the lab, and I put together a nice little starter training on the things that I've learned. And I'm... Um, since Willie Gary's in the, the, you know, his movie came out, he was actually set in my training and loved, you know, what I had to offer. And so I put together that training. We did it free last year. I tried to do it online, but we had so many trolls through the Twitter space that I said, no, that's not going to work. Uh, I was going to do it coming around the various cities, but then that would have required me charging people. And I didn't want to do that because, like I said, um, this Twitter space, they, they're anti-people uh, getting checks. This Twitter space is pro-reparations check, but anti-business checks. So, um, and I'm being funny and, some, you know, being sarcastic, but being real as hell. Because um, I've had to think through, because people have asked me that before. And um, so what I've done, make a long story short, my push line training, if you want to follow me on Instagram, my subscription is like $4.99 a month. And I'm going to start offering the training through that. But I need you know, a few people that want the train. Some people just subscribe because they just want to support me, but I need at least 10, 15 people that actually want to be trained on it so I can actually offer the training. And what I'm doing with those funds, just so we're clear for these YouTubers that like to talk about grifting, because I don't have to grift. I, you, you can't afford, I, you, I don't have to grift. Um, that money goes towards paying staff. I'm trying to really expand what we're doing. So Marcellus is um, in the group. He's one that I pay to help me with research with all of my projects. There's some other folks that I want to bring on who I think are excellent researchers, especially people on Twitter. They research they ass off. So that money I want to spend towards that. I want to get some correspondence to kind of cover some stuff for us. And um, that I'll do that training through that. I hope I made the answer. It was a long-winded thing. The bottom line is I'm not available, unfortunately. That's the bottom line. <laughs> Absolutely. Understood. Super. Thank you. You do get game through this, though. My podcast is every week. I give free information like this. We, I've been sitting on here for four hours. I done gave all type of free game, which, by the way, should be $250 an hour. I do the free training. So my podcast drop every Thursday. So you're getting plenty of game. But one-on-one time, which I'll not fit to do because I'm going to charge you just like I charge my clients and it's going to hit you and it's going to hit you heavy. I, I, I identify as a, as a white woman when it comes to invoicing. <laughs> so I just prefer to keep that away from the consumer side. Understood. Thank you.
Mm-hmm. Great question, though. Thank you. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tapping into the uh, uh, Straight Shot No Chaser podcast. And brother, please, again, hit me up on the Instagram. I love one-on-one conversations. It's not that I don't want to talk to people. I really do. I enjoy it. I give away so much because I just like pouring it. It's people on this live right now that I just call randomly just to check in and give them unsolicited advice all the time. I want to see you grow. I want to see you get better. I am accessible as hell. But what I have seen in this Twitter space with these people making these YouTube channels and literally, you know, for two years straight making albums, uh, you know, disc record compilations, uh, whole TV shows like I, I, I can't be in that type of foolishness. So to prevent that, you know, I know it's people, you know, in this space that charge people $1,500 to show up and shake their hand. I just, I, I just cannot do that. Um, and not because those people don't deserve that money because they do. They've worked for that expertise and they should charge. But unfortunately, uh, we're just not at a place where people, you know, get that and they understand that. And they're not my clients. Like you guys are not my clients. So it, it's cool, you know, so it is what it is. I wish I could do more. I absolutely wish I could charge you like I charge my clients. I really do because I would love to take your check. But what you're not supposed to do, and you know, I had to learn that lesson because even when I did the free training, and there's some people in this room know I'm telling the truth. People literally got their asses on a plane to come to my training to look for fault. Unfortunately, they were disappointed because there was no fault. It was flawless. And then they had the audacity to bring their ass back on this Twitter space and sit up and try to create all type of confusion about my training until I stepped in and say, wait a minute, wasn't you at the training? So this space, unfortunately, I, I don't, I don't want to recruit clients from this space. I don't know who y'all are. Y'all go by names, pickle, jelly, and hot dog sauce and shit. And I don't trust y'all. I don't know who y'all are. I don't know who's behind these faces. It's too much drama. And I, I just don't like it. So when I tried to engage in the beginning around the rally, y'all ran me out the game. Somebody said, we ran Tezen out the game. You damn right you did. You damn right you did. But you ain't ran me out the game. I'm just not connected to y'all. You missed the connection, not me. You ain't ran me out shit. I'm going to be in politics till the day they lay my body down. But I did absolutely disconnect from the foolishness. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I don't have time for foolishness and I actually want to be taken serious in this game called politics. Politics, politics. If you like what you heard on Straight Shot No Chaser, please subscribe and drop a five-star review and tell a friend. Straight Shot No Chaser is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. I'm Teslin Figaro, and I'd like to thank our producer, editor, mixer, Dwayne Crawford, and our executive producer, Charlemagne Nagat. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
<laughs> and out one of you! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.